Did you know that the 4th of July is on a Thursday this year? That's going to be a full weekend of fun out on the deck. Four days. But if your deck isn't what it used to be and you aren't using it for great family gatherings, you need to call my friends at All Weather Decks. All Weather Decks is a 24-time winner of the Angie Super Service Award. And they probably help one of your neighbors. Click on the map link at allweatherdecks.net. Call All Weather Decks today at 913-206-1974 or go to allweatherdecks.net and mention you heard it on 810. Call now and relax. Air quotes from pros and connect instantly, all for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com to get started. Message and data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just text APPLY NOW to 88909 right now to get started. That's APPLY NOW to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text APPLY NOW to 88909. Hi, this is Brian Davis from Davis Hooker Outlet. Blake, where are our locations at? Well, we've got three across the greater Wichita area at Kellogg and Tyler, 21st and Amadon, and 13th and Waco. Have you downloaded our app yet? It's easy to find and easy to use. That's right. You can use it to browse our inventory and order online. Plus, we've got plenty of other goodies you can pick up on your trip, from firewood to cups and glassware. For more information, visit us online at davisliquoroutlet.com to sign up for monthly coupons and find a location nearest you. Davis Liquor Outlet. Each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st and Meridian. A reminder that tonight it's UFC 284. The featherweight title is on the line. You can watch about it at Twin Peaks. Find out who walks away with the belt. 21st and Rock, Ridge and Taft, depending on what side of town you live on. And also coming up on Saturday, the Red Hot Lingerie Party starts running through Valentine's Day. Steal your heart specials on our favorite festive cocktails in at Twin Peaks. All you need is love and the lodge. And, of course, if you're going to go watch the Super Bowl at Twin Peaks, if you're one of the first 100 guests, you'll qualify for the squares board. So you have an opportunity to win some Twin Peaks stuff. Plus, you'll get free queso uh, when you watch the game at Twin Peaks. So all kinds of reasons to head into the Lodge over the next couple of days. UFC 284, lingerie party, and Super Bowl at Ridge and Taft or 21st and Rock. Twin Peaks never settle. Time for some headlines right now as hour number two kicks off. Shane and Jack with you for the next hour or so before we hand you off to the Pulse and Radio Row down in Phoenix. Uh, The NBA trade deadline is now less than an hour away. And last night, there were a couple of biggies, and actually one that happened or at least was announced in the middle of the night, which is 
kind of weird. But last night, about 9 o'clock, the Knicks acquired Josh Hart from the Portland Trailblazers in exchange for Cam Reddish and Svi Mikhailuk, among others, in a lottery-protected first-round pick. So Svi is on the move, former Jayhawk great, going to Portland, apparently. And also, the Lakers finalized a deal to acquire D'Angelo Russell from the Timberwolves, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt from the Jazz, sending Russell Westbrook and a 2027 draft pick to the Jazz, and Mike Conley and other picks to the Timberwolves. Is there a more complicated sport when it comes to making trades than the NBA? They got the market cornered, I think, on that. And it's, I don't know, I mean, I get having to have a, have a capologist in football, that's probably a tough one. But can you believe all the moving parts, Jack, in an NBA trade and all the players and, and draft picks that are associated with this, especially when you're talking about protected, unprotected, or lightly protected what the hell is all that oh it's probably one of the more complex trade deadlines you can have in sports i mean and, i mean overall when looking at nba trades how many too. picks are involved certain players there's always three teams trades that we never really see in the nfl or the mlb i mean there's just players going all over the place and you have to almost take an extra 30 45 minutes to really break down the trade and everything that goes into it and last night uh, was no exception with a couple of the big trades that happened and we've talked about this, too, and maybe with the exception only of draft night, where somebody gets drafted but doesn't put on the hat of the team that drafted him because he knows he's going somewhere else. I mean, talk about going 10 different directions. It's fascinating. I don't get it all, but it's fascinating. And then after midnight last night, it was announced that the Phoenix Suns acquired the Brooklyn Nets' Kevin Durant – and the Suns sent Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Jay Crowder four first-round picks and a 2028 pick swap to the Nets for Durant and T.J. Warren. And apparently Jay Crowder's already been flipped to another team uh, after that trade. But there's still 54 minutes left in the trade deadline. Now, getting back to the Russell Westbrook trade in a three-team trade with the Jazz and Timberwolves, Told you who all was being exchanged for whom. But how about Westbrook's career path since he was with the Oklahoma City Thunder? He signed a five-year, $205 million deal with the Thunder back in 2017, the largest in the NBA history at the time. So he has since then been traded to the Rockets, traded to the Wizards, traded to the Lakers, and now traded to the Jazz. And if Westbrook secures a buyout with the Jazz, which is possible too, and that's a weird part about NBA trades too, they'll basically just buy him out and release him part of the time. Not not everybody, but some of them. And the Clippers and the Bulls apparently are both interested in signing Westbrook should that happen. And our Twitter question, or not the Twitter question, but our uh, trivia question 
has to do with Russ as he's the second player to get traded four times after winning MVP. There's only one other guy. Let's see if Jack can uh, really wow us all by telling us who that is in the next segment. We talked a little bit about this um, last couple of days. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts making history on Sunday, becoming the first duo of quarterbacks to both be black and start in the Super Bowl. As of 2022, 70% of NFL players were black. And Hertz, when asked about it, said, quote, it's a historic moment. It's telling kids that maybe if someone is telling them they can't do something, that it can be done, unquote. Mahomes, quote, the guys that came before me and Jalen set the stage for this, and I'm just glad we can set the stage for kids that are coming up now, unquote. It's been 35 years since Doug Williams became the first black quarterback to play in and win the Super Bowl. Hertz will be the eighth to do so and trying to become the fourth to win. Doug Williams, for those of a certain age, will remember back in 1988, uh, Redskins 42, Broncos 10, Super Bowl 22. Jack, how many of the rest of uh, these quarterbacks to play in the Super Bowl can you name? Got one, two, three, four, five, six black quarterbacks since Doug Williams to play in the Super Bowl. Donovan McNabb. Very good. Lost Super Bowl 39. Colin Kaepernick. Also lost eight years after that, 34-31 to the Ravens. We can include Mahomes and Hurts, right? No, but you just did. Mahomes. Uh, well, not Hurts because he hadn't played yet. But the game Mahomes. has to have already happened. Yes, that's right. Gotcha. That's okay. Right. Yeah. So Mahomes, yes. Very good. Um, Let's go McNair. Yes, that's the one I thought you might not get back in 2000, the one-yard game. Rams 23, Titans 16. Very good. Oh, man, I'm so – Two left. <sighs> I'm blanking. <laughs> I don't have to go back too far, do I? No. Nope. 2014, 2015, 2016. Three by a combined two guys. Uh, 2015 Super Bowl was New England, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, gosh, who did they play? Um, One of the most iconic plays in Super Bowl history happened. Oh, my. Game. Russell Wilson. Yeah, there you go. Twice. That was stupid. Beat the Broncos 43-8. to Lost to the Patriots 28-24. And I'm missing one more here? You're missing one more. Super Bowl 50. 2016, I think it was Super Bowl 50. Ah, Cam Newton. Yeah, there you go. Broncos 24, Panthers 10. Talk about a couple of forgettable Super Bowls. Seahawks 43, Broncos 8. Broncos 24, Panthers 10. Yuck. Uh, took a long time to get this milestone, but the increasing prevalence of black quarterbacks suggest matchups like this will become more commonplace moving forward. A record 11 quarterbacks 
started in week one, black quarterbacks, of course, uh, breaking the record of 10 set two years earlier. Black quarterbacks to win the NFL MVP have done so in the last seven years. Cam Newton, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson joining McNair, who in 2003 became the first to win the award. Similar progress, as we know, has not been seen among head coaching, despite the Rooney Rule implemented a long time ago, aimed to do just that. Only 28 of the 519 head coaches in NFL history have been black, and just four of the 30 active head coaches are. And only one of those four, Mike Tomlin, has held his current position for more than one year. Super Bowl, not the only marquee event happening this week in Arizona. The Waste Management Phoenix Open, known for its party-like atmosphere in the iconic 16th hole, begins today at the TBC at Scottsdale. It started about an hour late due to some cold temperatures. So about 30 miles east of State Farm Stadium, the Waste Management Phoenix Open is going on right now. The field's stacked thanks to this being one of 13, quote, elevated events, unquote, tournaments with increased prize money and guaranteed participation by the PGA's, uh, PGA Tour's biggest names. 23 of the world's 24 top golfers are eligible to participate. Those not part of Live Golf will be among the field teeing it up at Scottsdale. It includes world's number one, Rory McIlroy, number three, John Rahm, and number two, Scotty Scheffler, reigning champ. Rory's out on the course right now, John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler, not yet. And this, if you haven't watched, well, if you haven't watched Phoenix Open and you kind of like golf, then you're missing out. But I can't imagine you kind of kind of like golf and have watched Phoenix Open. So that's probably an impossibility. But that 16th hole, especially come Friday and Saturday, is pretty nuts. As they've basically built a stadium around the 16th hole. And the crowd heckles you and goes wild and everywhere in between. Women's college basketball last night. UConn lost again. Marquette. Upset number four, UConn, 59-52. Give the Huskies their first back-to-back loss since 1993. They've gone 30 years without getting beat twice in a row, and it happened last night. A little closer to home in the American, SMU has been rumored as an uh, expansion target for the the Pac-12, sorry, whose commissioner visited the school on Wednesday. SMU, the school that Wichita State's going to play next in, in men's basketball, Sunday afternoon at 3. Dallas in the Pac-12 and Los Angeles in the Big Ten. Very possible. As pa- the Pac-12 is apparently flirting with SMU. Stay tuned on that. Pepsi was the top spending NFL sponsor in 2022. If you're into that stuff to kind of sort of get you ready for the Super Bowl commercials. See how prevalent Pepsi is. There's another uh, prop for those of you 
that are interested, what's the first Super Bowl commercial going to be or by who? I'm sure there's odds on that. Speaking of Super Bowls and Super Bowl parties, it's getting more expensive. Uh, Jack, have you ever hosted a Super Bowl party? Um, No, I think I've always been an attendee. Yeah, same, same. I don't know if I'd want to – I mean, it's a festive thing, but I'm not sure if I'd want the, the cleanup. And I am going to a Super Bowl party, so I guess I could ask the guy that – throws it pretty much every single year. Super Bowl party staples have been steadily rising in cost over the last few years. Normally the price of food items falling under, or nationally I should say, falling under meat, fish, and eggs. Of course, eggs um, famously has seen its price go up 8% from December 2022, meat, fish, and eggs and also fruits and veggies. Alcoholic drinks were up 6%, while non-alcoholic drinks, soda, presumably, rose 13%. And the cost of food falling under all four categories has mostly been on the rise since 2019. But if you like wings, the price of whole chicken wings was 265 a pound as of early January, down from 338 during last year's Super Bowl. So the wing prices have actually gone down. But after being outrageously expensive last year, increased supply has leveled the price off a little bit. Inflation has been highest in Miami, Phoenix, and Seattle according to reports when it comes to Super Bowl goodies and foods. Um, An Oklahoma high school boys basketball game on Tuesday night finished with a score of four to two. And outrage ensued. In an attempt to pull off an upset against Weatherford High School, Anna Darko, Basically just held the ball for most of the game. The National Federation of State High School Associations has long been against shot clock in boys basketball. But games like this probably won't help. Eight states now use a shot clock for at least some games. And the main argument against them is financial. Installing shot clock systems that can cost money and you got to have somebody run it each and every game. But Weatherford beat Anadarko 4-2. to two. Neither team scored in the first quarter. Weatherford took a 2 to nothing lead into the half. And Anadarko's only points came in the fourth. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma, of course... Um, now will be a topic of conversation with the Oklahoma Secondary School Activities Association on whether they should crank it up. A motion was filed in January to require a shot clock starting during the 24-25 season from classes 3 to 6A, but the motion was denied, 
and kept the shot clock out of Oklahoma high school play for the time being. So God bless you if you went to that game and watched Weatherford nip Anadarko 4-2. to two. What to watch tonight, Bulls Nets. And by the way, 41 more minutes for the trade deadline. So your favorite player could be on the move, even if he hasn't been already. Bucks Lakers tonight, 9 o'clock on TNT, prior to Bulls Nets. Top five matchup in women's basketball, number five, Iowa, number two, Indiana. On the men's side, top-ranked Purdue taking on Iowa on ESPN2, followed by San Francisco at number 16, Gonzaga. And then, of course, all day today on the Plus, and then later on the Golf Channel, the Phoenix Open. That is going on right now. And also on the Plus, the Caribbean Series semifinals going on through early evening. And a weird little topic on the number 38. And thanks to Axios Sports for bringing up this little nugget. LeBron James is 38 years old. The scoring record that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had was 38 years old. The record-breaking point was 38,388. And LeBron's point scored when he broke it was 38. Also, Tuesday night, the night that James broke the record, was the 38th day of the year. Again, the trivia, Russell Westbrook is the second player to get traded four times after winning MVP. Who is the other? Jack will have the answer, and we'll talk to Jamie Bluma when we come back. We'll talk some Royals baseball. It's spring training, pitchers and catchers work out less than a week away. Surprise, Arizona. We'll talk to old James when we come back. It's 121. The Shane Dennis Show will be right back on ESPN Wichita. 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. When it comes to making plans for next year, it's time to think new for 22. Take advantage of the season's best pricing on model year 2022 Case IH equipment from CanEquip. Axial flow combines and headers, early riser planters, and more. Plus five years of an AFS Connect subscription with purchase on select equipment. Visit CanEquip in Wichita and Hutchinson your Case IH Red Zone sponsor. Can equip, can equip you. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, 
pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? This Fire Prevention Month First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. Guys, let's be honest. As much as we'd like for them to, our bodies don't feel like they do in our 20s forever. That's where Enhanced Wellness of Derby comes in to get you feeling like you're on top of the world. Top is the testosterone optimization program, which increases muscle mass and stamina while decreasing body fat. Enhanced Wellness also specializes in weight loss. So whether it's in the gym or somewhere else, if you know what I mean, start feeling like a top dog again with locally owned Enhanced Wellness. Visit EnhancedWellnessDerby.com to call and schedule a free consultation today. about spring training is that everybody starts brand new and in the Royals case they start with a basically a brand new coaching staff to try to put last year's 97 loss season in the rear view and with that in mind we jump aboard the hotline as we do every Thursday with Jamie Bluma former Royal and get ready for spring training as pitchers and catchers' first workout is less than a week away. Uh, great time to be a baseball fan, regardless of the team that you root for, Jamie. But uh, we can smell it now. It's almost here. Pitchers and catchers work out the 15th. First game is the 24th, and then off we go. Fired up. How about you? You know what? I'm excited. I'm excited to, uh, to I'm recording the show tonight where they talk about World Baseball Classic rosters with Mike Trout and uh, whoever's with him tonight doing that. So kind of been peeking at the non-roster invites. I was actually talking to former Shocker Luke Ritter uh, yesterday to see when he was leaving. He's leaving first thing uh, like on Monday to go out to wherever he's at, uh, St. Lucie. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's baseball time. And it's it's weird to not talk about it around here a little bit because obviously we got something big going on on Sunday. So kind of taking a back seat. I did hear a little bit of Mike Boddicker. Uh, this morning, I think I'll see him tonight. We'll talk a little hot stove when I see him this evening. Uh, but I think everybody around here is just excited to get going and, and excited to see what 2023 has to offer. And to Jamie's point, the uh, World Baseball Classic roster is not finalized yet, but I think that goes down at 5 o'clock tonight. And if uh, everything holds uh, true to form, you'll have Bobby Witt Jr., Brady Singer on Team USA, Vinny and Nikki on Team Italy, Team Puerto Rico, MJ Melendez, and Salvi, Carlos Hernandez, Angel Serpa, Max Casillo, and Edward Olivares being on Team Venezuela as far as the 
World Baseball Classic is concerned. Now, you brought it up, and I wanted to get to it eventually, but we'll go there now. Um, spring training non-roster invitees, or 40-men guys that go to spring training. Tell us about the the pressure, maybe, that those guys are under to try to make a team. And I know everybody's different because some of these guys have no shot to make the team. They're just getting the invite because they're on the 40-man. But guys like Drew Waters probably have a little extra pressure on him. And then a guy like Nick Lofton, who's a fourth-ranked prospect on the club, gets a chance to at least be seen by this brand-new coaching staff. Interesting dynamic when it comes to uh, invitees, non-roster or otherwise, probably for this year's Royal Spring Training, right? It is, and you just nailed it, and it's twofold for the Royals. Not not only do you have a new coaching staff that you're trying to impress, but you also have a lot of uh, chances to make a big league team. A lot of times when you get a new coaching staff in, you got a, you know X amount of veterans, you know a lot of positions may be locked up already, uh, and that kind of thing. So there'll be limited opportunity for any of the young guys to get an opportunity to show what they can do in front of a, a new coaching staff, but that's not the case here. So uh, you've got uh, many open spots as far as who's going to be the final 26-man roster. I mean, you mentioned Drew Waters, Michael Massey, uh, pitching staff galore. You're going to have yeah. a fight for all the different guys that we've gotten in trade. Uh, there's only really two spots in the rotation that are locked up at all. Uh, so I'm excited for, for a super competitive camp. Uh, in addition to Quatrero, the new pitching coach, and Miller, all the entire new staff, and just to see – just to see how things can be a little bit different, how much different they are with with Dave Moore being gone and JJ Piccolo running the ship, and you got a new manager, pitching coach, and entire staff, uh, and that in itself, I think, should create some energy. I wish I was going out there uh, at any point just to kind of be around it and get a feel for it, you know, day in, day out uh, in the clubhouse and on the fields out there. But I won't get a chance to. But uh, I think I'm going to be, you know, touching base with some guys that are out there just to see, you know, what the feel is about camping you would think that there'd be a little bit of a pep in your step, if you will, and a little extra energy around uh, with all the different things going on. It's kind of interesting that uh, because of COVID and the lockout, the Royals Fan Fest uh, hadn't happened recently, and now they uh, bring in, usher in Royals Rally. Uh, that happened uh, within the last few days, I think, anyway. Uh, giving Correct. some fans access to the clubhouse on Saturday, I think, and uh, go to the Diamond Club, the suite level, hear from the players, coaches. So it's kind of a cool little uh, way to kind of bring the, the Royals in the in the wintertime back into the spotlight. But the big thing that I took away uh, from that, from Annie Rogers' article on MLB.com, was how the players freely commented about how it sometimes last year it was a tense clubhouse. And as you know, tense clubhouses don't lend themselves to free and easy on the on the field. And it would be hard for either one of us to put ourselves in the clubhouse because we're not there. But the reasons for the tenseness beyond the, the sheer number of losses, that goes without saying. But it appears that Matt Quattraro is telling guys like uh, – Bobby Witt Jr. Hey, this you this your all y'all's team, not mine. So you guys be yourselves, say what you want, and uh, do what you want when it comes to being in the clubhouse. Can that go a long way in, in translating to on-field success compared to last year? Do you think? 
You know what? I think it can because because you've got a guy like a Bobby Witt Jr. to, to kind of build around, and he, he's shown the ability to be wise beyond his years already. We know what he can do talent-wise. We know all the five tools, six tools, all that kind of stuff. But with, with Salvi kind of being the, the major veteran on this team that's still around, Grinky's going to be around a little bit to, to be that part of the coaching staff. Here's the new regime, and you've got a, a, the mo, one of the most ultra-uber-talented guys in the major leagues that has that kind of swagger about him that I think he can be a leader uh, in that clubhouse. And I think he relishes that uh, a lot different than an Alex Gordon who left by led by example and just went out there and let his hard work uh, go out there and, and take care of itself. Not that Bobby isn't that way, but he's just a little bit different, man. He's a little bit more free spirit. Uh, he's been around the game his whole life because of his dad. Uh, you can tell how infectious he is about how much he loves the game. And hopefully that's rubbing off on, on some of these other young guys, but, Hopefully you've got a perfect storm of, of all those things happening at the same time where you've got a, a talented young man with an opportunity to, to lead another bunch of young men uh, with a splattering of veterans in there uh, to, you know, to get us to a wild card, or get us to the playoffs, and get us to relevancy. Matt Quattraro was quoted as saying, and I'll read it to you on MLB, quote, it really does come back to it's all about the players. We've got to put the players first in every decision we make, and they, in turn, perform at their best. There's a lot of rand, uh, randomness in baseball, so you put them in the best position to succeed and see what happens, unquote. Not to speak ill about the regime that was here last that is no longer with us, but I don't think I can ever envision that coming out of Mike Matheny's mouth, and I think it showed in Nicky Lopez's quotes earlier in the article about it was a, a grind of a season. It was tense, and maybe now we can be ourselves again. Um, that's the kind of stuff that you don't hear about normally uh, when it's a buttoned-up clubhouse that it basically, and I'm paraphrasing now, that it kind of sucked being in the clubhouse last year, and apparently Matt Quattraro is going to make sure it doesn't happen that way this year. Well, and you heard a little bit about that, uh, about Matheny a little bit at the end of his regime in St. Louis, too. So maybe that, that yeah. carried over a ton, and... I mean, Quattraro's got an opportunity to, to set the narrative. I mean, he's not been a head coach anywhere, not been a manager uh, at the big league level. So he's, there, there's nothing better from a, from a clubhouse standpoint when you have a quote-unquote player's manager that he's going to let you guys kind of police each other, uh, let you guys drive the ship. I mean, his job is just to, 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 to manage personalities and to manage egos and to put the best lineup on the field. And, you know, hopefully he's looking at those guys to – to, to be the leaders and not and not necessarily lean on him. I mean, he's learning as he goes, too, uh, as a big league manager, and he's able to put together his staff uh, with the confidence of the guys that he's got around him. I mean, he wants to, to, to win this season, too. It's his first opportunity to manage, so he doesn't want to go out there and flop uh, regardless of what they're doing. So the confidence that he's shown uh, in all these young kids going forward and just letting them know and saying it publicly, hey, this is your guys' team, uh, here's your opportunity, you know, hopefully we, we see a lot of this from the young guys of them seizing the opportunity and really taking a step up and, and moving forward uh, and making this a competitive team day out, day in and day out. That's one of the things that I really did like at the end of last year, you know, regardless kind of of the record down the stretch, is these guys never gave up, man. They were in every game. Uh, they were playing hard all the way to the end. Uh, a lot of the guys are the guys that you see – you know, going into spring training, trying to make that good impression. Now you're trying to make it on an entire coaching staff, uh, so it's twofold. So uh, in that regard, I hope I hope that paints a, an awesome picture of 
of success and not, you know, not coming out of the gate like we have a couple times over the last few years and just, you know, stumbling and, and being out of it at the beginning of May. Uh, that's that's what I hope for, and just you know, play good baseball at the beginning, and then see if you can roll that into into something after the All Star break, and and have something to play for. Talking to Jamie Bloom and talking Royals baseball is their pitchers and catchers first workout is less than a week from now. And I think that was what was refreshing for both Jack and I uh, and just dying to talk about some progression with the Royals at the end of last year. And you hit the nail on the head when you're limping to the finish line and trying to avoid a hundred losses that most of the time is the storyline. But in the Royals case, you had Michael Massey, you had Drew Waters, you had Kyle Isbell getting an opportunity for more consistent at bats. These these games in you know September didn't feel like games in September for a team that was going to go 62 and 100. You know, the, it felt a little different, and I don't think you necessarily had to manufacture that excitement because you saw these guys, these rookies, playing hard and playing like it was April instead of September. Well, that was the reason for me to go to the ballpark at the end of last year is because you're getting a snapshot of what what you might you're going to see moving forward. Uh, now this off season, we we've got rid of a couple of the veterans. We brought in some some couple new faces, some arms. I was looking at our, you know, non roster invitee. You're going to see it. You know, a couple guys that were maybe prospects with other teams. And Matt Beatty, uh, Brewer Hicklin is a guy that we've heard about. You know, in the Royals minor leagues, it's done well. Uh, Nick Lofton, you mentioned earlier as well. I mean, it's it's an opportunity to see some of the depth in the organization that that this, that this club has been able to put together through trades and and development and, and all that moving forward and you know just carry that energy over the field and 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 see some some good stuff from the uh from the new coaching staff and hear some fresh faces and fresh voices and and fresh ideas uh, i think from the pitching staff as well here's the one thing that i wouldn't want uh when it comes to being a manager in major league baseball and that is managing all these ab's and innings in spring training for the guys that need to get work like, for example, if, can we both agree that Jonathan Bolin won't make the big league club and probably will go to AAA? Can we agree on that? Uh, yes, I guess. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing out a random guy just because sure. it would be a long shot for him to make the big league club. The, the tough part is when you go to big league spring training, getting the proper amount of innings to get you ready for your competitive season, in which his case, which I think will be at AAA Omaha, maybe stunning his growth a little bit, Jamie, would he, would be him getting four or five innings with the big league club uh, before they finally send him down to the minor league side because it's two weeks away from opening day. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, that, that's the difficult waters to navigate in spring training when you do have an open roster. Where do you get guys' innings? I mean, you play a lot of split squad stuff. Uh, maybe you play some B games on backfields where guys are throwing against each other. Uh, you're obviously, you know, two weeks after the big league clubs get started, your AAA games get started. So you're going to have to manage not only the, the guys in a big league camp, but once, once everybody gets there, you know, maybe somebody's really – maybe uh, Boland's a perfect example of, Man, if that guy has a couple great outings in spring training and really lights it up moving forward, man, then they, they may have to turn the page a little bit. And maybe maybe that was a bad example by me because they love him, and he's the number 11 prospect that they have, but he's also not too far from, removed from Tommy John surgery. He just, in the last 
half of last year's minor league season really got going more consistently. So maybe I should have used a, a, a different example. But, yeah, they, they do like him, that's for sure. Well, that, and that's the hard thing. I mean, there's, there's, no, there's only so many innings in spring training before you got to count. And, and it's going to come down to not just the, the 26 guys you have at the major league level. You're going to use 40 guys. I mean, I don't know how many pitchers. I'd go back and look and see how many pitchers total we used last year. And I said that probably a year ago to this day. I mean, we're going to use plenty of guys throughout the course of the season. We may break camp with 12 or 13 pitchers, but we're going to use 25 before the year is over. So to be able to give those guys as much of an opportunity, they're not going to be able to give them as many innings as they want to in spring training, but they'll do the best they can for the guys that they're looking forward to, to seeing uh, to get them an opportunity. And maybe somebody jumps out at them. You, you'd like to be pleasantly surprised. Uh, sometimes spring training numbers, uh, there's arguments all the time that they don't really count, but they do when you're trying to make a team. I can promise yep. you that. No doubt. And on the flip side of it, we know we're talking a lot about pitching, but these position players like Tyler Gentry, Luca Tresh, and others, yeah, if you're in a big league spring training game, that's all well and good, but if you only come in in the seventh inning and get one A-B and it's against uh, somebody that can't throw a strike and you don't get many swings, I mean, that's the – that's the imperfect part about baseball, uh, you know, innings and at bats in spring training, they're not all created equal. And like you said, sometimes you have to play in that squ- a split squad game just to get three ABs because at the big league level, you might not do it. Well, and, and, and I'll, I'll one up you on that too. And not only are you out there playing for the Kansas city Royals, every time you make an at bat is you are, you're playing for 29 other teams as well. So if you do something in spring training and maybe somebody needs a sixth outfielder or something like that, um, everybody's always watching. There's always somebody watching from a scout standpoint. And, and, you know, so you're not just playing to try to make the Royals 26 man roster. You're trying to make any one of the other 29, 26 man rosters at some point. Jamie, always great to talk to you. The next time we speak, we will uh, be smack dab in the middle of spring training. And then the regular season will be right around the corner. Certainly look forward to that. And I will talk to you next while I'm in Long Beach, California, with college baseball on the brain, too. And by the way, thanks for taking me down memory lane by sending me a video this morning of the 1991 College World Series highlight show. That made me feel a little old, but made me feel a little good, too, at the same time. Well, I tell you what, I ran into some uh, some guys up in Omaha last weekend. We were there for this year's Hall of Fame induction class for college. I uh, was able to see Andy Lopez from the 92 Pepperdine in 2012. Uh, Arizona Wildcats. I saw Jim Hendry when I was there. I saw Coach Stevenson, uh, Mike Stick, and Brian O'Brien from Creighton days. It was just good to good to catch up with some people up there, and then was kind of reminiscent. And I had never seen that highlight thing that I found today, so I sent that out, and I can't wait to sit down and watch the whole thing. Oh, I've seen it. It's amazing. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so. February 24th, the Royals and Rangers at Surprise Stadium. That's their first Cactus League game. They'll play Great Britain in a WBC exhibition game on March 9th at Surprise Stadium. And they'll also travel to Las Vegas to play a couple of exhibition games. Big League weekend, March 18th and 19th. A lot of baseball to talk about before then. And we'll do it again next Thursday as we always do. Jamie, great catching up to you. Say hi to your dad for me. You got it. Go Chiefs. All right, go Chiefs indeed, uh, 143 here on a Thursday. Again, a reminder, later on tonight, overtime at 6, and the Jerome Tang Show at 7. 
But we're only 17 minutes away from handing you off to the Pulse and Pat Strothman from Radio Row in Phoenix. It's Super Bowl week, and he'll have all kinds of fun down there lined up, I'm sure, as Radio Row is starting to get bonkers. Today and tomorrow, it's going to be off the chain, so make sure and don't miss a minute of the Pulse from 2 to 4. When we come back, play a little I'm Old Jack Young, February 9th edition, next. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Hi, this is Brian Davis with Davis Outlet. It's hard to believe that my father, John, started the liquor store a little over 50 years ago. And here we are today. It's crazy to think of all the progress we've made in that time. And now we have three convenient locations across the Wichita area at 21st and Amadon, 13th and Waco, and Kellogg and Tyler. And don't forget all the ways you can save at Davis Liquor. Case discounts for liquor and wine are 20% every day. And you can head on over to davisliquoroutlet.com for information on our daily specials and to sign up for our monthly coupons. Davis Liquor Outlet. Each store independently owned and operated. Exclude 31st and Meridian. We all know the saying, happy wife, happy life, and good night's sleep will definitely keep the wife happy. That's why you should try Derby Mattress. Their heavy-duty mattress made by Sutherland holds up to 1,100 pounds from a company that's been around for well over 100 years. Also, there's a latex mattress that you can buy now and not have to replace for decades. thing I love about Derby Mattress, their everyday prices beat the sale prices of the big box stores. That's Derby Mattress, 105 South Baltimore and Derby, or online at derbymattress.com. Grilling never smelled so good. Introducing new Kingsford Signature Flavors. Made with 100% real spices, Kingsford Signature Flavors Flavor Boosters can be added to any pre-lit charcoal or bought pre-mixed with Kingsford Charcoal Briquettes to add a whole new rich, full-bodied flavor and aroma to your cookout. For flavor you can see, smell, and taste, new Kingsford Signature Flavors. Kingsford. Hey, I'm Ariana. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Southwest Salad is when I take a bite, it's like, wow. I'm getting a punch from the roasted corn. I'm getting a kick from the spicy chicken. It's just great. Hi, this is Tori. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Cobb Salad is the avocado lime dressing. It adds to the chicken, the bacon, and the roasted corn. It takes the salad to a whole nother level. Order a salad for delivery on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonials. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-845-9079 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-845-9079. That's 800-845-9079. What do you have to lose? Call 800-845-9079. Again, 800-845-9079. Let's crank up the truck, kick up some dust, leave it all behind, just me and you, baby. Don't look back, stomp on the gas, tear off the rear view, let's go crazy. 
Little Jack Shop. It's 147. By the way, answer your trivia question. Russell Westbrook, second player to get traded four times after winning the MVP. The other is Bob McAdoo. Jack, is this Kelsey Ballerini? No, but not a bad guess. It's an individual gal, not a... Yes, individual. Group. Okay, so it's not Maddie and Tay. Uh, crap. I'm not sure if I can uh, bring another one out of myself. Is it... It's not Miranda Lambert, is it? No, but also not a bad guess. She's a little bit younger, this girl. Good song. Uh, I don't know. I think that's that's all I got. Who is it? Does the name Daniel Bradbury hold anything to you? No. Okay, one of the younger country stars right now. sure it's not Casey Musgraves? See, that's not... An, I think she's right in that same category. Those were not bad guesses at all. You you were right around uh, the and, exact one. And that was... Say her name again? Danielle Bradbury. Dang, no. No, I could have guessed all day. Uh, I don't know that I've heard of her. And at full disclosure, I do watch uh, Country Music's top 25 countdown sometimes on uh, Saturday and Sunday morning, and I don't recall seeing her there. So, huh, learn something new every day. Crap. All right, uh, February 9th, 149, dead day, and a really sad one. A year ago today, Jack, Jeremy Giambi took his own life at the age of 47. One year anniversary is today. Hard to believe that was a year ago. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, Moneyball legend, former Royal, former A. That's right. That's right. Former Philly. <laughs> Jeremy, you've been traded to the Phillies. Can't start Jeremy either. And a damn good player at that. People forget it. Moneyball painted him into this bum. Yeah. And uh, honestly, a malcontent and a bad teammate in some ways. You know what? Dancing after losses, that's probably wasn't easy to take. I wonder what he thought of Moneyball. Probably didn't like it. I just love the scout. Uh, oh, yeah. Billy, that's trouble. <laughs> Talking about the weed in Las Vegas. And, the strip clubs. Uh, gee, thanks. Yes, yeah, strip clubs. Gee, thanks. Skip. Born day. Deonor uh, Navarro, 39. I'm trying to remember which team he played for. Uh, former Blue Jay, I think. I don't even know that. All I see is Venezuelan baseball players, so you got that part right. I can't remember the, the team either, honestly. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero, 48. 48? No, 47. One of the most feared hitters of my generation. Former Expo, Angel, Oriole, Ranger. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of well-traveled by the time he hung him up. 
eight-time Silver Slugger Award, Vladimir Guerrero. Do you recall the uh, almost mythical scouting report on the way to pitch Vladimir Guerrero? Do you remember those details? I don't think I do. Just throw it right down the middle. You'll get him out. (laughs) Hit everything else. I mean, I should ask, uh, should ask Bluma if he ever crossed paths with Vladdy and how he pitched. Guess we could look on baseball reference, though, too. Jim Miller, 52. Football? Yeah. Quarterback, Steelers, Falcons, Jags. 54 today, Jimmy Smith. Ooh. Basketball? Kind of surprised you didn't. Uh, also football, Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver. Ah. Ring a bell? That Jimmy Smith? Not really. No. He's really good, but he's bordering on old compared to you, so. He played in the color tv era he wasn't black and white shame on you john crook 62 one more philly correct do you know what was significant about the day he retired i do not as a white sock by the way also oh he got a hit and got his lifetime batting average to 300 and he quit not coincidentally. All-star, 91, 92, 93. Ooh. Two guys born on the same day, same year. Mookie Wilson, 71. Former Met. Go on. Can Had you give me the uh, roller up along first behind there the There you the go. <laughs> There you go. Very good. Nice call, too, without trying to sound like Vin Scully. Same day, same year, Danny White. Football? Yeah. Former Cowboy quarterback and current Cowboy analyst on the Cowboys radio network. Famously backed up Roger Staubach and took over for him after he retired. Well, here's one for you. Vince Papali, 77. Former Eagle, and they made a movie about him, Mark Wahlberg and Invincible. Very good, very good. Good movie, too. It was. It was. I thought it bordered on a little ridiculous, but didn't walk over the line of ridiculous and then there was uh what was the guy's name that played dick vermeil oh uh, greg something greg kinnear greg kinnear there you go yeah good pull uh born on the stay now dead cleet boyer baseball yes born in 1937 died in 2007 
Major League Baseball infielder from 1955 to 1971. All right, here's one for you. Historic dude, born on this day, now dead. Vic Wirtz. Football? No. Let me ask you this. Are you familiar with the iconic photo of Willie Mays making that over-the-shoulder catch? Ah, uh, yes. Vic Wirtz hit it. Damn. Yeah. So there you go. That uh, catch that Willie Mays made about 900 feet from home plate, he robbed Vic Wirtz. He's the dude who hit it. All right, that'll do it for us. We've got the Pulse with Pat Strothman coming up next from Radio Row. Then the program from 4 to 6, then overtime, then the Jerome Tang Show. There's your lineup for the foreseeable future. For Jack, I'm Shane. Thanks for listening. Stick around. The Pulse from the Row is next. Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.